today's episode, we talk about influential relationships. What are influential relationships? What are the types of influential relationships? And how have they been abused? You want to learn more? Please listen to the episode. Welcome. Hello, people. Welcome to the podcast where thoughts become words. As always, this is Ketura. I'm excited to be here again. I know it's been a while. I'm trying to keep up with the two podcast episodes every month deal I have with you. <laughs> myself. It's kind of hard, man. But I'm trying. Um, happy whatever day of the time and time of the day it is wherever you are. Um, I'm so glad to be here again to just share my thoughts. As always, this platform is just where I share thoughts on my mind, either alone or with people. So we talk about everything because I think about everything, <laughs> everything, which includes faith, relationship, sometimes even books, um, and so many other things. So you can just expect a lot of um, thoughts <laughs> in words and in conversations on this platform but on today's episode i am very excited because <laughs> i had some very you know that light bulb moment for intellectuals i was feeling like one scientific intellectual today but that aside i'm not alone i have a guest my sister is here with me she has been on the podcast before hi, you say hi? <laughs> yes so how are you doing I'm all right. I'm pretty excited for this conversation. I'm very... Yes. I have a lot of words. I don't think I'll spare any. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So if you've seen the title, you already know that um, today we're going to be talking about influential relationships. And this is like a two-part podcast episode we'll be doing because we've been thinking. I've been thinking. I've been thinking a lot about relationships. And... And as I said, I had a light bulb moment, you know. You can you can applaud me at this moment. If you want to, wherever you are, you can give me that applause. I had a light bulb moment. <laughs> when I thought about the word and I didn't know it existed. <laughs> so there is a word called influential relationships. Um, it simply means, um, I'm trying to check my book now. It simply means um, those in which those in which both parties feel they can trust and rely on one another for support. Okay, so it's just relationships where you 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 are confident or you are able to trust the other party in the relationship, you know, because you trust them. So that's what influential relationships are. Um, I've been thinking about it. But before we get to where I was thinking about, you know, sometimes when you think about something, um, the problems you may be thinking about, or what you are thinking about now, when you go deeper, you begin to see a lot of things, and that's what we're going to do. We're kind of digging deep today, um, to like access this influential relationship thingy. Bottom line, ba, what we are saying today is that um, we can't do life alone. We have people around us that we we are doing life with, right? And somehow this relationship aside family relationships any other relationship out of the family um have evolved we feel it has evolved into um some 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 uh, form of 
relationships now that are tagged in some ways. So we want to just look at how these relationships are. We understand that these relationships are important, um, but just look at where we're coming from, where we are now. So, definitely, I don't know. I, I just gave, I think I didn't do a good job in explaining what influential relationships are. Can you just help us? <laughs> no, I actually I, think that you did. Um, okay. Influential relationships, I like, I don't know, symbiotic has been my favorite word of recent. Okay. So I'm that word influential yeah. relationships are symbiotic relationships where both parties enjoy the relationship nobody is feeding off another person it doesn't mm. feel like a one-sided sharing kind of thing mm-hmm. you have your unique contribution to the relationship as the other person but both of you yeah. are enjoying it because it benefits both sides so i think that but i think we did a pretty good explanation of it actually okay okay so i think that what you're even saying is the ideal right ideally it's supposed to be symbiotic Ideally, both parties are supposed to be enjoying in the relationship, right? And and this is where we want to go back to time immemorial before all of the. Um, I don't know if I want to talk about the name calling, the tag, the tagging, the career path that this influential relationship has taken now. Um, but let's look at it from time immemorial, like history. Um, what do you think? Now, this is us thinking because we were not there. I don't know if you, you did you do a research? Did you see anything that showed that um, there was well, something like this? It, okay, to hmm. coin it, are we coining it into terms like mentorship or are we just saying like both ways? Because if it's back in history, then it goes to Adam and Eve. They were husband and wife and they helped each other. But if we're <laughs> coining it like a like the formality of, of what it is that we have today. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. where is that the direction that we're going? Yes, yes. So I think the general term will be mentorship, right? When it became formal. Okay. Yes. When it's looking formal, it's going to be called termed mentorship. Although there are other facets of influential relationships. Um yes, that I think have been around for long. Yeah, you understand. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. Did you did you do any findings? Um, did you think about it? Yeah, I actually did a little research just to know where it started, where it was marked in history, that mentorship officially started. Okay. And I was very surprised to find that it was all the time, all the way back to Socrates. So, okay. and I, that shocked me because I'd never thought of Socrates as a mentor. But it made sense because people used to go to the, what they call the, the Agora where they would sit down and just discuss yeah and yeah and a lot of people yeah. actually saw him as their mentor because he knew better than them mm. and then he kind of turned it into some kind, some kind of school and the school yeah. system became like he was their mentor and they were his mentees and whatever mm. he discovered you know their minds would come together and i guess maybe mm. the conversations with them also triggered him because i'm, I'm trying to imagine Socrates seeing a beneficial relationship he's so revered in the in the world of philosophy mm-hmm. so for him to benefit from a relationship means he was probably also getting excitement discussing with his mentees and that yeah. triggered him to want to learn more 
become better into what we call it craft let's say so yeah yes. i find it fascinating that that was this well from my own research that was the first recorded point in history that they started saying okay these were mentorship started i'm pretty sure there were other kingdoms that practiced it before mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. so you know that the in the roman empire kind of was marked as let's say the beginning of civilization according yeah. i don't fully agree but according to world history so if yeah. they're saying that that's civilization then they're saying that that's where civilized mentorship started Fair enough. Oh, Fair enough. yeah. I, I, that's that's a beautiful thought. And then, when, as you spoke, I just I um I hear you talk about oh, he turned it into a school. So would we even say that mentorship started with maybe it's the schooling system, the education system, um, where people had to go somewhere to learn stuff, either informally or formally, um, and then this makes me think about um for us now in Nigeria and Africa. Um, the Igbo culture and the the apprenticeship um, yeah. uh, culture, you know, more or less like mentorship. You go and learn a business, a trade in, in some uh, in some, and I think that this has it's not something that it started now. It is something that has been that has just evolved in the way it has been. So, so what we are establishing is that these influential relationships in maybe mentorship coaching um and whatever form has been with us for from time immemorial like from way back so that's to show that it is quite important right everybody mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know as we were speaking i even thought of like come on we didn't even think of jesus and his disciples Do you get <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that was mentorship and yeah. I'm sure they were our Eli and Samuel, the priest and Samuel. That was some kind of yes, yes. yeah. I like that you said it's tied to education because mm. when you said that, I started remembering all the um, Bible stories. It is tied to education, actually. Mentorship is education. Mm-hmm. It's a nice, it's a nice analogy. Yeah. So, in other words, we are saying we are saying that this thing is very important. If if it has been sustained over generations and over a lifetime you understand it is important and it's more or less inevitable in a human being's life yep totally yeah so would you would you say that uh, can can someone try without mentorship <laughs> tricky question <laughs> <laughs> because i've had i think hmm. I don't want to answer this and shoot myself in the foot. <laughs> I okay. think you can try, but I believe in community. I think no man is an island, mm. and I believe that people come ahead of you to pull you up when it's time. When mm-hmm. it's time, because sometimes mm-hmm. we have we try to form mentorship bond with people, and that's not the time for that relationship. And so yeah. it becomes more detrimental than beneficial. People, mm. people go ahead of you. Like, there are some people that I look up to now, and I'm amazed that we almost had similar backgrounds, even though they're mm-hmm. way older than me. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me appreciate the, like, the beauty of God writing a story. Like, they've come and experienced something, and I'm experiencing almost the same thing, but in different time periods. Mm-hmm. They, when they were, when they experienced, I was even born. 
<laughs> and now I hear their stories, I'm like, wow, this is the same way my life too has kind of patterned itself. So I think we need people because we're kind of here to make the next generation have it easier. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of here to make other people's lives easier. Relationships are necessary, they are inevitable. So you can thrive without mentorship, but you will go farther with people around you or people that you learn from. Let me put it like that. Yeah. I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. And and really, at, at this point, I want us to, you know, we've been talking about influential relationships and just using um, coaching as a synonymous word for it, mm-hmm. right? I just want us to talk about the different influential relationships we had spoken about earlier, um, not on the podcast, though. Um, some of the, the ways we we see influential relationships um, a term in as in now giving a term to it includes terms like role models right mm-hmm. terms like coaching coach like coaching right mm-hmm. and then terms like sponsor and mentor so like role models are literally um, people that you see and you want to model simply put you want to be like right you want to be like coaches are people that just help you walk you through life you are not necessarily being like them but they are helping you walk through um either career education and whatnot right mm-hmm. please if i'm missing anything you help me then the sponsor is someone that has a relationship with you but is keen on on putting your name out there anytime there's any opportunity for you to grow you know when the person definitely will have to be a person of influence and um, the person would always want to speak on your behalf then a mentor who is a mentor (laughs) 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 if you ask me i'll start i'll go on a rant (laughs) (laughs) oh my no i do not (laughs) mentors have very great definitions for me now because of the way the industry has gone okay like the terms that we use coaching role models sponsors mentors are okay in today's world mentors coaches and i don't really say role models models. coaches fall under mentors yeah yes mentors ideally are people who train you to hmm, how can i put this into proper english (laughs) Mm -hmm. train you so that you can attain the positions that they are at as you climb Mm. so i say that's like for example the incorporate war in corporate society GP mm-hmm. and there was another company too that used to have this strong mentorship culture, international company. Okay. Right? And the point mm. of those mentors in those corporate societies was that they are training new employees so that they can climb up the corporate ladder and get to the level of the boss that is training them. So that as the boss too is going up, they have somebody that can replace them in those positions. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's how somehow your boss becomes your sponsor. You know, they always speak to me in rooms like that. So, yeah, mentor strictly is kind of like someone who you need you. They train you so that you become the exact 
you can attain the exact position that they are in the industry. That's how I would define it. But today's um, <laughs> today's mentorship industry doesn't necessarily focus on that. It's yeah. Culture. They just train you to maybe personal development or just become better at whatever you're doing, but not necessarily so that you become them, like fill their roles in in your industry. It's just so that it's just the business of coaching that I see happening now. Unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> okay now you've touched on the so I, I, on this podcast episode i want us to talk on the uh, <laughs> let's talk about the bad stuff so that in part two we talk about the good stuff right so now we, we are seeing a trajectory of um monetization of influential relationships right I love or even a power play i think it's not just even monetization even a power play so i'm going to mentor you so that you're going to do this, you're going to do this, I could put you in, like, people are, are becoming so, I don't know, um, money conscious, definitely, um, power, con- power, yeah. power, power drunk or something. So how, how, how do you think that this, um, this shift, in the history of influential relationships is affecting especially young people since we are young people right mm-hmm. what what are you saying do you have experiences to share i, I don't really have any coach <laughs> yeah i had one experience but let's hear you <laughs> okay um i'll start with the you want the good news or the bad news no, 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 bad news. So it flies to the good side. Okay. I think yeah. negatively, more people are realizing that they're getting scammed. Mm. And it's very disheartening if you spend your last coin on a coach that is supposed to, that is promising you a program that would transform your life or promising you mm-hmm. a program that would make you maybe launch a business or start something. And it's a mm-hmm. scam. There is nothing more heartbreaking because you would have used that money for something else. And you would have found yeah. an investment and you would have brought you something. So mm-hmm. the sad thing, the negative side of the coaching industry today is that mm-hmm. it's now being corrupted with fraudulent coaches. People that are not qualified to coach, people that don't have certificates, people that claim to be things they're not... You can, you can literally... You can literally get a driving license now and start telling people, oh, you are an expert in engine engine control. It's just like, bro, <laughs> <laughs> you drive a car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's another thing these days. Like, people people blow up their, their knowledge into things that entice people hungry for knowledge. And for somebody yeah. like me, I'm very aware of the fact that I am hungry for knowledge. It's like one of my character traits. I'm very proud to let people know I can be a nerd when I want to. I can be mm-hmm. a... I can just dive into research and forget the world when I want to learn something, right? Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. you go into spaces like that and you start finding someone that's promising to teach you or take you on a program, you know, and you're just like, finally, you will learn it. And you pay for a course or you pay for an um, for a conference, an event. Mm-hmm. And while you go there, you go there, you just hear rubbish. Sometimes I hear things I've already learned on Google. I'm just like, you can't show me how much. Yeah. <laughs> so I put out here, 
you promised me things because you used big English or something. You made it look like you had acquired some huge experience for many years. Somebody would, somebody would, um, maybe they spoke secondary school debate, right? They mm-hmm. will add it to the years of their public speaking experience and say, wow. I've been speaking for the past 20 something years. Honey, you did debates in secondary school. Like, <laughs> if you are a public speaker, there's a public speaking school where you have a certificate in, and it's probably for like two years. Then you yes. can tell people you're certified public speaker for two years. But you mm-hmm. now carry it all the way to secondary school, primary school debate, so that your 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 pitch looks so enticing. Mm-hmm. Like you're 35. How do you have 20 years of speaking experience? Come on. So it's these things that just make me and I'm not attacking public speakers, it's just an example. But it's these things mm-hmm. that just make me think that because of the love of money, a lot of people are blowing up promises. As scamming young people who are actually genuinely hungry for knowledge, who just mm. want to know better and become better people, mm. work on their personal development. And so, especially when you meet a good, a good mentor, because yeah. you become very suspicious. I've met some really good teachers, and I'm just like, ah, I've dealt with too many of you. And over time, God has to show me that this is safe. Don't worry, this person is. This person is the real deal. <laughs> you don't have yeah. to just scam. So that's just that's just the negative impact one of the negative impacts i see on you so, so as you're speaking one. yeah okay so as we're speaking i'm wondering is it just about money or do you think that the 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 quest for knowledge and the you know the times you are in for knowledge as far the proliferation of knowledge you know <laughs> is, is is it is it is it can we say it's another factor why we are having these influential relationships like um boarding on negative um not on positive and selfless um claims but on like selfish and um you know do you mean so like they're on the selfish track is it the people looking for knowledge or the people that are offering the knowledge? The people that, you know now, the people that are offering the knowledge are taking advantage. I'm feeling, are they taking advantage of the fact that people out there craving for knowledge so we can just yes. put outrageous amounts of money and just do an outrageous PR to get them to come and then we give them nonsense. Yeah, there's definitely that happening. A good mentor is not selfish mm. with knowledge. Mm-hmm. So you see now, yeah. we go back to that definition. It has to be symbiotic. Yep. It's not just about you. Influential yep. relationships ideally shouldn't be just about one person. It should be about both parties. Mm-hmm. Yep. So so it's, it's now we are making sense. <laughs> Our thoughts are, are, are aligning. Okay. So you wanted to say something before I cut you. I'm sorry. Oh, I think I was saying another thing that is another negative impact on the youth is that they become mm-hmm. corrupt gurus. You were scammed, so you will continue to announce scam more people. I've seen it in so there are so many big names I can call that eventually let me say they went to the dark side of scamming people. And I know some of their students who are now scammers. Wow. And it's just like 
you you know how bad this hurts you and you've now become exactly what we're all criticizing mm-hmm. i remember there was, a, there was a year i just became really fascinated with youtube videos that were exposing like scam girls and mm-hmm. it's so shocked first of all they have a pattern which we'll talk about eventually there's a way you can find out who is scamming you now i've mastered this <laughs> but my point wow. is that yes students even become scammers so it's like oh i lost money so i'm going to make more youth lose money and that's how it becomes this ripple effect of more fake gurus consuming ideas that they can also make money of people without really selling anything Just, wow yeah, their business is actually selling courses not that they have an actual business of mm-hmm. legitimately coaching people it's kind of sad so when i see more youth going more to the dark side of coaching i'm just like you know better and honestly speaking the people who trust them are also responsible you can't cut them off yeah. more than are responsible for this kind of downslide of things yeah yeah so so now in other words influential relationships when it comes to either coaching role modeling and or has a ripple effect right yeah. if you if you do it wrongly there's a high chance of the person you are influencing to also do it wrongly to the other people so it just ripples ripples and ripples and ripples but if you do it positively you keep going and it goes well wow definitely i'm feeling like we are we are like scholars we are gurus ourselves we are we are coaches <laughs> no 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 no, no. <laughs> you know there was a time i used to i remember when i was a child and i said i'm going to be a life coach i didn't even mm-hmm. know i was a child i didn't know that this industry existed i remember just yes. watching some shows on tv and I'm going to be a life coach. Now oh. I've had my experience, I fear that title. I don't want that responsibility <laughs> on my head. I don't ever call me a coach. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. no. It's just So I believe that in part two, we're going to be talking about the good stuff. Um, This episode will be ending here. But let me just do a recap of what we've spoken about. So bottom line, we've spoken about what influential relationships are. And then we've highlighted and this is after deep thoughts like for me and my sister um we've highlighted the fact that influential relationships are symbiotic relationships that are supposed to benefit both parties you know both parties are supposed to enjoy the fruits of the relationships right mm-hmm. and we are saying that um, influential relationships can come in the form of role modeling coaching sponsors mentors and whatever the definition of all of this which we actually have actually defined we've defined all of this um these different um types of influential relationships have ripple effects we've spoken about the negative part because you know there's just a whole lot of um negativity out there affecting especially young people um we also understand that when um you know you are being scammed you know in the bit of searching for knowledge you get the wrong hands there's a big chance of there's a high tendency of you doing same to others as they come so the, the, it's generally influential relationships has a ripple effect on our lives and careers um i hope that at the end of this podcast um did you have any last words before we <laughs> for this part <laughs> before we just um... <laughs> Well, we kind of focus on the negative. We're coming to we're going to talk about the positive in part two. So, some good advice is what I said earlier on. A good mentor <laughs> is not selfish with knowledge. If any people may think that it's just like 
a good mentor is not self with knowledge and a good mentee is a valuable person to whoever they see as their mentor so you also you don't want them to be self with knowledge but you also need to be a valuable person in the relationship i hope that people keep that in mind yeah please can you come again my network went off <laughs> oh no <laughs> we edit that part <laughs> yeah i would i would <laughs> okay as a one thing i hope people will keep in mind is that mm-hmm. a good mentor is never selfish with knowledge mm. and a good mentee always looks looks forward to being a valuable person because somebody mm-hmm. is also sacrificing their time people have problems <laughs> people have their mm-hmm. own life problems going on and they're sacrificing their time to pass knowledge to you so a good mentee should also focus on being a valuable person in the relationship those are oh, my I- Oh, I think that that's a beautiful way to conclude this episode. So we are saying inflation relationship are very important. Please let's do it right. Um, I hope you listen to the parts of this podcast because we're going to be talking about how to do it right. Ciao, have a good day. Bye. <laughs>